The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, I wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. One day left until professional football arrives, which is why NFL teams are banging at their business, including the Los Angeles Rams taking care of superstar cornerback Jalen Ramsey, drafted by the Jaguars, traded to the Rams. Got a huge extension, five years, $105 million, $71.2 million guaranteed. The largest contract ever signed by a quarterback, I think. Joining me to discuss it in an emergency podcast, John Breach, Ryan Wilson. What's up, fellas? Well, I'll just say, Brent, if I knew you were going to wear that hat, I wouldn't have shown up for the podcast. You have to you have to get on the, the YouTube channel to see the hat Brinson's wearing. I'm wearing a Brossom hat. Care to get nice? Yeah, the only way to counteract the Brossom hat is that Breach and I are wearing the Brinson Sucks hats. So next time. Well, I look, if you want me to, if people want me to promote products on a, on a hat or in my background, hit me up, slide up in those DMs. <laughs> cash to wear hats or maybe just hats to wear hats. Yeah. I will or say- if you want me to promote your team, hit up my DMs. I'll get a little helmet, put it in my background and I'll pick them every week. How much would you have to be paid to wear? Like an erectile dysfunction hat every day on the podcast. On the podcast? Yeah. It's like on the video, you're like wearing like. Probably, probably not as much as you think the number would be. (laughs) (laughs) Seven pills a week? I don't know. Oh, you meant money, money. I'm sorry. Never mind. Carry on. Um, but yeah, I'll happily, uh, maybe like Miller Lite could send me a bunch of beer and I'll wear a Miller Lite hat. By the way, Jalen Ramsey's mom sees this tweet and says, like, oh, I'll listen to podcasts about my son making a lot of money. And then we're talking about ED in the first two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey was talking on Hard Knocks about how he you know, wanted to buy a house. I think he can afford it now. Three-time pro baller, 2017 first-team all-pro. will be just 26 this season. Uh, what? Um, who's You know who the big loser is here? Tredavious no. White. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the kind of loser I want to be. Why is he a loser? Well, he signed a $70 million contract extension, and then Ramsey got a $100 million contract extension. So, again, I'll take that kind of loser. Sure. He literally got to be the title of highest-paid corner in NFL history for, like, three days. It is kind of cra- – uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy that – so Ramsey's now at $21 million on terms of average annual value, whereas White is at 17.3. Um, I mean – w- 
the, the thing about this deal, it sort of reminds me of the Laramie Tunsil deal with the, the Texans. Like you, Ramsey's kind of got you over the barrel. You know, you trade two first round picks for him. You have to sign him to a huge contract and you have to break the market. I, I'm surprised that they went this high though. I thought this was a whole entire weird situation. Cause as you said, Brinson, you can't let him walk because you traded two first round picks for him and you can't just put those in the trash. And that's what would happen if you let him walk. The other problem with the Rams is that literally they were over the salary cap Wednesday morning and they had until <laughs> 4 PM on Wednesday to get under the salary cap. They were $400,000 over. It is illegal to be over. I'm not even sure what the punishments are, uh, but, it, but it is against the rules. Uh, so it's hey, almost Rich, like the, the punishment, the punishment is that the whole coaching staff has to wear ED hats for the whole year. To <laughs> the, uh, well, actually, you know what? I, and I tweeted that the salary cap is a figment of your imagination after this deal. But as Bill Barnwell, a friend of the program points out to me, Ramsey's cap, it actually comes down with the, with the, with the contract extension. So it made sense if you're the Rams. Well, Brinson, that's where I was going until you rudely interrupted. Well, no, Ryan that, rudely, Ryan so basically, rudely, Ryan rudely interrupted you, not me. You mentioned the trade and I was going to mention the $400,000 over. So if you're Ramsey's agent, you have the Rams by their onions. You call them up and you say, Hey, look, you guys need to get under the cap. Let's get this deal done right now. We'll have a smaller salary cap hit in 2020. We'll spread it out down the road. Boom. You guys are under. Jalen's happy. I'm happy. Uh, and the 31 other NFL teams hate the Rams for driving up the cornerback market by $4 million per year. Right. And that brings me to this. And this is what we talked about towards the end of last season. Uh, two words. Marcus Peters went to the Ravens for a third round pick. I don't remember what it was. It was pretty low compensation. And fourth. he fourth. I think it was fourth. And he just signed a four-year, excuse me, three-year, $42 million deal that averages $14 million a year. Had a better season by any measure. I, I think that even Jalen Ramsey probably maybe begrudgingly but would admit as much. So $14 million versus $21 million. So you're paying $7 million more a year for Jalen Ramsey, who is a year older. Uh, less baggage. We'll be honest, Marcus. Yeah, fifth-round pick. Fifth round pick. So he's had his up and ups and downs with various teams. No doubt about it. Marcus Peters has, but he balled out for the Ravens and there's no other way to look at that trade as anything other than highway robbery going in the direction of Baltimore. And then again, with the three year deal that he just got recently making $7 million a year less. And, um, quickly, according to our buddies at pro football focus last season, Marcus Peters ranked third in their defensive metric includes both, um, defending the pass as a um, cornerback and, and then obviously helping out in the run support. 16th was, was Trey White, and then 25th was Jalen Ramsey. Part of that was probably that he said, I'm trying to get out of Jacksonville. And then part of it was playing on that Rams defense that was up and down towards the end of last year. So the Rams are sort of developing into the Stars and Scrubs team, it feels like, particularly on on defense. Can you win like that? I don't know. I think that the we're, line – We're going to find out. I think – look, the, you know, the Cowboys have been doing this for years. They're a little bit more – I would say balance and they have been in, in years past. That's always was sort of Jerry Jones' approach is the stars and scrubs model. The Texans are a very stars and scrubs team. The problem with being a stars and scrubs roster is that, and this is particularly true, I think in 2020 where, you know, you could lose a star to coronavirus if somebody tests positive for COVID-19 for multiple weeks. Um, you know, you just, you walk a fine line where if your team is lucky from a health standpoint, and you get the performance you expect out of these stars, then you're in very good shape. If if these stars get injured or don't perform up to their expectations, then you're in really big trouble. Like, look at the the Texans. I know it was Deshaun Watson's rookie year, but he tears his ACL. J.J. Watt is hurt, and they're a four-win team. 
right? I mean, the Rams have, uh, looking at next year's cap hit, I don't know what Ramsey's number will be for next year, but I mean, like Jared Goff is going to be $35 million. Aaron Donald's will be $28 million. And I would anticipate that Jalen Ramsey is going to be somewhere in the range of 26 or $27 million. I mean, that's a significant portion of your cap, like upwards of probably 50 to 55% of your cap space is being taken up by three players. Now, two of them are top five players of their position. And one of them, uh, you know, Aaron Donald is not very good against the run, according to some metrics, but, uh, a great player. That, that's a, that's a joke if you didn't read ESPN's article, but, uh, the best defensive player in football, hands down. And then Jared Goff is a, a young quarterback who maybe took a step back, but is still, um, you know, he's a young, he's a 25 year old, 26 year old quarterback. So that's, you're just going to have that salary lingering there. It's just, it doesn't give you a whole lot of wiggle room. And then what you have to be able to do to supplement with those stars is to draft really well. But the problem for the Rams is they've traded away all their draft picks. And let's not forget Todd Gurley. I think he has uh, a dead cap hit in 2021. So you're throwing away even more money, not just to your stars, but to guys who aren't even on your team anymore. Todd Gurley, Todd Gurley will take up almost 5% of their cap space. I knew I was missing something on there. Thank you, Breach. 5% of their cap space because he's all the way down on the dead cap table. I mean, that's a lot. Like That's... So you're that's a ton like, of, for somebody who's not even on your team anymore. Right. That's like, like when Tony Romo was getting paid by CBS and, and the Cowboys, it was like taking up more space than half of the Cowboys roster. I mean, I would say that because of that, I have to think that Ramsey's deal is going to be kind of backloaded with the big cap hits coming in like three or four. I like just because of all the hits they have to deal with in 2021, I would say, uh, next year's hit will be probably under 15 million. That, that's, there's that's, no other way to do it. I don't know how else they could do it. So there's, by the way, uh, over 15% of the Rams salary cap space this year is taken up by Todd Gurley and Brandon Cook's dead cap it. Mm. And, uh, to your point, Brinson, the specifics of the 2021, uh, draft landscape for the Rams, no first round pick because that's the Jalen Ramsey pick to Jacksonville. They have a one pick in round two, three picks in round three, no fourth or fifth round pick. And then they have four picks total in round six and seven. So there's no quick fix through the draft. And if history is any indication, they'll be trading those draft picks that they do have. That's right. Um, I mean, they haven't had a first round pick since Jared Goff in 2016. So they're going to go from 2016 until 2022 without having a first round pick. It is really difficult to sustain that. We've seen that with the Seahawks. And like you have to have Russell Wilson basically to prop it up or to hit on a bunch of later round picks. Now, I mean, having said that, let's give credit where credit's due. When you look at what Les Snead has done in later round picks, you know, Tyler Higby, fourth round pick in 2016, Cooper Cup, third round pick in 2017. Um, Don Kelly was a, a sixth round pick, uh, from a year ago and he could be end up being the starting running back for that team. And their 2020, uh, their 2020 draft class is legit on paper. You love it. Yeah. Well, and let me say something real quick about Sean McVay also, not just Les Snead. Or John Johnson, third-round pick safety from 2017. Imagine being offered a job in 2017, and uh the front office is like, yeah, you don't get a first-round pick in any of your first five years, but we want you to compete for division titles in the toughest division. And also, you know, getting us to a Super Bowl would be nice too. Like, no coach with any sanity would take that job because it, it's just – you don't get any first round picks. That's, well, I don't that's think how you McVay, build your roster. I don't think Sean McVay anticipated additional trades of future first round picks. Well, right, right. I know, but that's the situation he's in. And, and yet still he's averaging more than 10 wins per season, despite the fact that he hasn't had a single first round pick since he took the job. Yeah. Yeah. And 
And it, look, in his defense, 11 wins his rookie season, 13 wins in 2018 with the Super Bowl, nine wins last year. So then I think we're at the tipping point. How's this going to work out? You going to get better than nine wins or? I mean, that's pretty tough. It's like, oh, it's like, I mean, like, right. Are you not going to win at least nine games this year, Sean McVay, without all those first round draft picks? I, I do think there's something to be said, like w- when you start to look at NFL teams about acquiring blue chip talent, you know, like Jalen Ramsey could very well be the best cornerback in football for the next five years. Well, let me, I'll, I'll put it to you again. How many more wins is he worth than Marcus Peters? Probably not many. I mean, is it one? Right. I was going to say like maybe a half. Right. And that's $7 million a year on a team, as Breach has pointed out, with no space to pay someone $21 million a year. I mean, I, do, I, mean, I just think. And we all agree Jalen Ramsey's one of the best defensive players. Probably one of the, the best league. three best cornerbacks in the league. Yeah. Ramsey, just, Stephon Gilmore, and Tredavious White. I, I would have no argument for me. I would just love to know how negotiations negotiations went here. Because the Rams like, hey, look, Jalen, we want to make you the highest paid corner. Trey White just signed for 17.3. Let's let's do 18. 18 million per year is a nice round number. And and somehow they got up to 21. Somehow they ended up $4.7 million past the record uh, with a completely cash-strapped team who has no money to give out. Uh, Ramsey said in training camp, by the way, he said, look, if it comes, it comes. It's going to be, it's going to be a surprise to me. Like it's going to be a surprise to you all. I called my agent up before August and I said, I don't even want him to call me about it. I literally told him, I said, I want you to call me one time and that's when my deal is done. That's it. I'm not worried about it. I'm worried about football. I'm worried about other things in my life. Like my blessings will come when they come. Now it is worth noting out, noting, I think because he's having a pretty good off season that, uh, uh, that, his agent, Jalen Ramsey's agent, who is, uh, let's see, it's uh, David, uh, how am I forgetting his last name? Jarkson M. David, uh, Mulligetti, excuse me. David Mulligetti also represents Deshaun Watson. Have yourself an offseason, pal. So what do you think he, what was he getting? What percent there? I don't know. Was he get 2%, 3%? I don't know what they just Let's say 3%. He's getting 3% of like, he can buy any house he wants. Million dollars, right? Yeah, I mean he's having a good, good, a decent little off season. So he's had, and and Deshaun was what the extension was one fifty five, one fifty six. That's another four and a half million. You take that three percent cut. That's seven and a half million dollars for uh, the last four weeks of work. Yeah, what'd you, you do last? What'd you do last month, Breach? I didn't make seven and a half million dollars, Ryan. If I tell you what, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be, uh, you took seven and a half million weeks. I changed a baby's diaper. I changed seven and a half million diapers. Does that count? You wouldn't be changing. If you made seven million dollars in two weeks, you don't change the diaper. <laughs> you, you either, so like you explain. I hire, I hire Brinson to change the diapers. And I would, yeah, sure. Look, I would change those diapers for, you know, seven hats. Uh, there you go. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, look, this is, it, it, it is interesting, I think, to look at it from a little bit of a larger standpoint too. So, you know, one, all right, we're told the salary cap's going to be stagnant or go down. These teams don't seem to care. They're still handing out these big-time extensions. They're not playing poor, apparently, with the agents when it comes to star players. And then, two, we have really seen in the last few weeks, whether it's with Keenan Allen's deal or the Ramsey deal, or and I guess this qualifies as not the last few weeks, but this offseason, the Laramie Tunsil deal, like the the – floor and the ceiling for the top end of some of these markets and some of these premier positions is drastically changing. I mean, it's going way up. Like if Keenan Allen gets $20 million and you're a budding star wide receiver, 
you are not taking less than $20 million a year. You're just not doing it. And I don't know if you talked about the Dre Hopkins deal in previous podcasts. Oh, Brady and I talked about it yesterday. Yeah, that's who. That's the other one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking Hopkins at the list. Sh- wait, Hopkins shattered. What am I talking about? Hopkins shattered the number for receivers. I knew I was Here's the thing. Them. I'm looking at the list of high- and, and, and Joey Bosa yeah. shattered that number. Here's a list of highest paid, uh, players. And obviously from top to bottom, obviously it starts with quarterbacks and a long list of quarterbacks. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and, and Dre Hopkins make the same thing. And, uh, they're $250,000 apart, excuse me. And they both make more than Matthew Stafford. And right after that is, is Joey Bosa. And all those guys make at least 27 million a year. I mean, do you remember when we were like, why did Miles Garrett get all this money? Right. It's like, oh, never mind. And wonder, I wonder if there's part of this bargaining into it where these agents are like, listen, we know about the gam, like the gambling money's coming. Like if you, you're going to have to get, you're going to have to reset, you reset the market with me now and we can get this deal done ahead of time. You know what I mean? Here, let, let or me they know the network money's coming and that their assumption is that the rights deals are going to go way up. Uh, once right, those are guess, already signed. But that's what I'm saying. They go to the teams like, listen, I, I, we understand what the market's at. We also understand that there is going to be a significant growth from gambling money and the revenue from the broadcast deals when you sign new broadcast deals. We so believe this is, this is where the market's going to be. Would you like to pay for, would you, this is what we want to be paid. And, and those teams at that point kind of, I mean, you don't really have a whole lot of a choice. Let me ask you this. So I'm looking at the list of players who make $21 million a year on average. Tell me who, who you want to start a team. Um, Demarcus Lawrence, Jalen Ramsey, DeForest Buckner, Teddy Bridgewater, all make exactly $21 million a year on average. So which one of those guys in your mind is most worth $21 million? Demarcus Lawrence, Jalen Ramsey, DeForest Buckner, Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> uh, Jalen Ramsey. I think so, right? Well, yeah, think- followed closely by Demarcus Lawrence. He didn't have a great year last year, but they're all in their mid twenties except for Teddy, who's twenty eight. It's just it just goes to show you to Breach's point that uh, across positions, how these positions are valued, sort of varies drastically. Well, I mean, like Teddy Bridgewater got a ton of money as a you know former backup quarterback, but like relative to you know the and Demarcus Lawrence makes six million dollars a year less on average than Joey Bosa does now. So you know. I just think we're seeing a spike in these contracts. But if you're, if you're the player, you're willing to, to, to like, you, you're, you're running some risk because it's possible the spike goes up even higher, but you want to just lock in the money now. You're top of the market. You're paid, you know, gener, like this is generational wealth. Who's you're taking a risk? Wait, who's taking a risk? Well, I mean, Jalen Ramsey, Trey White, they didn't take a risk. This guy's got paid. What they I mean, Trey about? White took a risk that somebody would blow the market out of the water before he signed and that happened. Like three days I don't. Later. I mean, he competitively he may care, but at the end of the day, when he gets his check every Tuesday, whenever they get checks, I'm sure he's okay. Well, yeah, you, but I, all, all I'm saying is, I, what I, my point is that if you wanted to, as a player, if like if Jalen Ramsey wanted to, he could play out the string. Yeah, he could pull a Joe Flacco or whatever. I get that. Right, and and the, but that's the that's the risk you're taking. You lock in money now instead of instead of gambling on yourself in the future. But, you just said it. it's generational wealth. Even no, you even, take. I mean, I'm not. I'm not questioning you taking. I know. The I know. I know. I, I'm saying. saying like if you if you wanted to wait. If Jalen Ramsey was like, I want to play this year out. Is this his fifth year option year? He's like, I want to play. Is that right? This is his fifth year option year. Yeah. He's like, I want to play this year out. And then I'm going to see what happens with the what happens with the TV deals. What happens with the gambling revenue? What happens with the cornerback market? If I ball out and I'm a defensive player of the year, what happens then? And you show up, and all of a sudden, you're getting twenty five million dollars a year. Yeah, the next cornerback ain't getting twenty five though. I don't think. I think the percentage increase is probably 
two or I would guess the next cornerback. I, I would bet that Stephon Gilmore could talk to if if he can talk to the Patriots. I could see the Patriots letting him go, but like instead of paying him twenty five million dollars a year, I would guess that the next nobody, none of the next top cornerbacks, unless it's maybe a Marlon Humphrey or Marshawn Lattimore, they have a case. You got a case to be paid more. And you think these jumps are going to be small, but the Ramsey contract just jumped it uh, 21.4% over yeah, but this uh, isn't, Tredavious this is, White contract. This isn't the quarterback situation. This isn't next man up, just like I we mean, were talking we were No, talking it's about. not, but if you have a superstar coming up, that's the person that's not, who's well, going to I'm asking, who is that superstar? Well, I don't know. Well, let me say this real quick. Uh, you, know, you mentioned a couple guys making $21 million, and earlier Brenton mentioned – that, hey, the Rams are putting together this team who is who have the haves and have-nots. You have these guys being paid a ton. You have these guys and the rest of the roster not being paid a lot because the top-heavy guys tying up so much of your salary cap. It almost feels like every team could be headed that way because you look at – now that Ramsey's making $21 million a year, you have a lot of positions where the highest-paid players are making over $20 million a year, and that is a chunk of change. Whether, you know, Joey Bosa at 27, uh, we mentioned Laramie Tunsil, Jalen Ramsey, Julio Jones, Aaron Donald's making a ton, and obviously uh, the quarterback situation where the, the top guys are going to be making more than $40 million a year. So if you want a good pass rusher, a, a top-tier corner, and a top-tier quarterback – you're looking at locking up $80 million. I don't know if teams would be willing to do that. So they're going to have to pick two of the three and then build the rest of their roster around that, that huge uh, cap hit they're taking from those two positions. That Fine. is – so I, I think that we're going to see a lot of that down the road because teams just aren't going to be able to afford the top-tier players at you know the three key positions. Don't uh-huh. even disagree. Yeah, no, I think that's right. But I just don't think that it's next man up except for quarterbacks. Possible. It's possible. It depends on who the next man up is at cornerback. All right. That's it for the Jalen Ramsey signing emergency podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for real football talk. Some real TFS preview. With, uh, we'll, we'll talk some fantasy with Heath Cummings. A lot of football coming up. Excited for it. And of course, Sunday, who isn't ready to podcast until 2 a.m.? And I'll have my ED hat. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> I'll tell you what be interesting to see well you know whatever we'll podcast see ya the perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived thanks to the visionary minds of new balance clutch athletics and rich paul the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community with rising defensive stars will anderson and chase young on the roster clutch athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes giving them style and performance on and off the field Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com.